You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Coming to you live from Pretoria in Church Street. Uh, my name is Pimelo Mutina on Life Happens on SAFM. And we're out here looking at the life of the homeless in this country. Uh, Copano Magnano, God, the founder center for the homeless, is the people that are hosting us. And we literally out in the streets. There is a, a kitchen that is feeding people. We were dishing out some food early, earlier on today. And the complexities are amazing. You will be amazed at the, the other life that we don't get to delve into uh, that lives parallel to our lives in our cities. Well, I'm joined by uh, MMC for Social Development in the community here in the inner city, Mr. Saiki Duploy. Thanks very much for coming. Thank you so much. It's good to be here out on the streets where our people normally live and, and you find them here every day, but it's good to be here. I'm glad that you came to the real world. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I mean, it's alarming in the sense that one has the sense that um, You know, we know there's always been homeless people. But I was speaking to the people running the center here, and they were saying, by far, the numbers have grown astronomically in the recent years. What's your understanding of what's happened? I think it's true. I think uh, we have people here from uh, other countries, like Zimbabwe and, and, and Mozambique. We have people here from neighboring provinces. Most of them are coming to look for a better life. I mean, it's tough out there. There's there's a lot of uh, 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 problems, uh, uh, material problems. They don't have income, joblessness. So they've come to look for jobs. They've heard about the city and the better life in the city. And the problem is so many of them arrive here and then it's not so good because jobs are not readily available around the corner. So I think this is a lot of disillusioned people who are here and you will find homeless people who are locals. So what's, what's government's plan? Well, the government can do what we, what we can, but what I know for sure is that uh, me and our, our uh, city of Tswane cannot solve this problem alone. It, this, it's, diff, it's simply not possible. We don't have uh, all the means... And what I've learned is, and, and, and many other NGOs like Copano uh, Magnano and others uh, are doing just that. I think what we should do is take hands with others. We should do what we can, a uh, little bit, but the problem is too big but for us to solve. How are you managing it right now? What's the plan? What, what can you do? What I can do is to, we have a little bit of... of, of uh, uh, housing, not housing, but transitional housing mm-hmm. that we're providing where people can sleep. Uh, we provide a little bit of food from our uh, food bank to different organizations. And when it's I a say voucher. Th- Do you give them a voucher or do you actually no. bring the actual food parcels? No, we bring the actual food, not to the homeless, to the, to yes, the to shelters. The yes. uh, and, and, and they cook and they provide them with food. So mm-hmm. we assist them with that. I think this... And this brings me to a very important point. If it wasn't for them, we have a small staff. We cannot run around, pass on food, do this, do that. So I see my job uh, as the uh, as a leader in this in the city of Tswane to coordinate the effort. We do a little bit ourselves, but we have to coordinate because it's not about food and shelter. It's much more. This is important, but this is very short term. It's not going to uh, solve the problem. And, 
and you've you've sort of laid the the foundation of why or where this stems from. The fact that people come from the out of out of town in rural areas that come to the big city to look for jobs. Your government, you've got relationships in rural areas and other provinces. What's your conversations around the immigration and the movement of people to the city, um, and and how they can assist in that regard? I'm not even there. To, to discuss with those who, who send them here indirectly. I'm trying to solve the people who are here, those who are on my on my footstep. I have to look after them. Uh, I think you might have heard about them. There's a group of ladies here from Lesotho. I believe so, and, I believe and, so. And, and they're around. So if I They've know been about for them. for how long, for instance? Oh, I think for more than a year. Some of them found a job, others not. But they're out on the street. They sleep on a... On a, on a I often go and visit them. At just the taxi to see rank. At the taxi rank, if they're still okay. And, and, and they survive. I, I'm so sorry for them know, when it's so cold. Do we know how they got here and what brought them here? Same, looking for a job. It, 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 it's women, and I believe they could have found a job. To what extent is some of this a criminal uh, thing, you know, where people are literally, a syndicate is running and is promising people, so people are not necessarily just leaving their homes, but someone's actually said, come, let's go, I don't know, promise With them. Promise. Uh, how much of that is there, how much of that is a criminal uh, syndication that is going on here that we're not maybe nubbing? I'm not aware of that. Yeah. I'm sure it might be possible. I think we often found young people here who are brought here under false promises and they hope to find some way, some work, something around and it's not here. But I'm not aware of, of those syndicates and, and what's happening. As I say, my focus is on there where the need is. So I'm not even addressing the contributing factors to this situation. How much do we know about their need to go back? So the group of women, I'm told they've been here for over a year, yep. living at a taxi rank. They arrived from Lesotho and they just kind of stayed. I think this is one option. And these are elderly kind of women. Uh, not all of them. Okay. No, there's one elderly lady. We've become good friends. Yes. I regard her as the, as the go-go of this group. And uh, I bring food and, and other assistance to her to, to control. But going back, I think, is an option that we don't uh, look at uh, often. There's an organization here called Kitsula Sebi. They specialize in reuniting these people with their families. This is something that I haven't uh, explored yet. As I say, uh, I look at the, the most important current need, but I think that's part of solving the problem, besides the, the most important one, and that's to, to provide jobs, to provide look. living conditions in sense with the, with the income but i would like to support those organizations and ourselves looking at the possibilities of these people like those ladies to go back home some of them want to go home but they simply don't have the money to go back home can the city carry the burden no the city cannot and let me qualify the city uh, city of Tswane officially we cannot but i had a meeting two weeks back with a lot of volunteers, different organizations. The city can, meaning when it's a combined effort between the city of Tswane and, as I said, we can coordinate the effort. There are many, many organizations like Copano Manjano all over the city. We just need to give them direction and assist them, especially for with one thing. Don't just provide food and shelter. There 
for a permanent solution. We also need to develop people to assist them to get out of homelessness. It's, they're not just homeless, but there's, a, there's something inherent in them, that, the, that and this is called homelessness. So uh, there, there's research that has been done, excellent research recently, uh, or some years ago, and, 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 the, and the name of that research is Pathways Out of Homelessness. So I think between us as a government, who can coordinate the whole community and the many, many churches and other organizations, we can make a difference. Thank you very much for being with us. Um, that's Thank Mr. Saki Duploy, who's the MMC for Social Development here. And uh, yeah, our conversation will continue. We'll pick this up after the headlines and uh, we'll hear from you as well. 0891-104-207 as we broadcast live from Church Street in Pretoria as we feed the homeless. It is buzzing out here. You should see the queues. We'll send some pictures. We'll tweet them and everything. Have your say. 0891-104-207 straight to Uzi Lesaku. Now it's 1.30. Thanks, Pamela. Good afternoon. Lawyer representing gold mine workers suffering from silicosis, Sir Richard Spoor, says that they're relieved that they will be finally they will finally be compensated. The High Court in Johannesburg has approved a 5 billion rand settlement agreement reached in May last year between six mining companies and the workers. The Tswane Metro municipality is set to part ways with its municipal manager, Mogetsu Mosola, at the end of July. Mosola has been accused of disregarding legal processes in the awarding of a 12 billion rand contract to engineering firm Glad Africa. And Gauteng Human Settlements and Cooperative Governance MEC, Labuhang Maile, has threatened to put underperforming municipalities in the province under administration. Details at 2 o'clock. Here, there and everywhere. SAFM 105.9 FM in Port Elizabeth. Thank you very much for staying with us. We're broadcasting live from Church Street in Pretoria and we're looking into the life of the homeless. And I will be taking your comments. And uh, what brought us here today is a story that broke a couple of weeks ago. We all heard about uh, what seemed to be a serial killer who was murdering the homeless, essentially. And uh, obviously piqued a lot of our interest. We want to now know what life must be like for the homeless in South Africa. So we've come out here in Pretoria. We're at Copano uh, Manano. God, the Founder Center for the Homeless, and we're here with many other organizations. We're here with Gift of the Givers, and as you can hear in the background, lots of people have gathered. They queues upon queues, and uh, basically, we're just feeding the people of the city, the homeless people of the city. This particular center I'm at, uh, there's a shelter, there's a there's a shower, uh, obviously, and ablution facilities. But there's there's an orderliness about what happens here. There is a bit of a canteen, and uh, there's also uh, a, a kitchen where they cook for for the homeless and they come they register their names there's a bit of a a, a register going on here they register their names they tick who came in for the day and so on they are able to leave their belongings and come and get their food and off they go for the day and so it goes every single day but we're really here to understand their plight to understand why they're here to understand what life must be like in the streets uh, as people live their lives on the streets uh, here in Pretoria in many other parts as well of the country. Before we continue with our discussion though, I'd like us to go quickly to the Kids Corner and uh, it's Creative Fridays and Kids recite some poetry today. 
This program is brought to you by SABC Education. Enriching minds, enriching lives. My name is Eva and I have a poem and it's called I Have a Family Here. I have a family here on my hand. I open my fingers and here they all stand. This is